1: Going it alone as a Christian? A very bad idea, as we'll see next on Times of Refreshing. Sad to say, there are an awful lot of people in the church. Who believe it's okay to go it alone, to be a Christian on their own, without a sense of community, without a sense of family. Well, today on Times of Refreshing, we're going to spend our time once again here in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18 as we see the danger of isolation. It's a danger that... Our hope and prayer is something you can avoid as you take time to join us. From the well, a Christian community in Livermore, California, let's catch up with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman, for today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. Thank God
0: that he's looking for people that are in a solitary situation to say, no, 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 no. I got to break out of this because God puts, takes the solitary and places them in the families. And within the families, there's a system of protection that's helped. That's uh, that's released and designed to help me to make decisions. But people, you watch this when they start wanting to do their own thing, they'll isolate. Nobody going to tell me no. I'm a man. What well, my wife don't know nothing about. What's she talking about? What this, what he taught, he doesn't know. I know God too. I don't need nobody to, but that's, it's a sign you don't know God. God's ways are different. Isn't it amazing how God is a tripartite being in the, in, in the sense that he is a trinity? That the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit always work in concert to accomplish purpose in the earth. Jesus didn't just come down. The Father sent him down. Then Jesus doesn't just do his ministry by himself, but John the Baptist baptizes Jesus, and the Holy Spirit descends upon the Lord. And the Father speaks from heaven, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. God is a team he works together as a team he's teaching us the value of team he's teaching us the value of doing things together and we see that even the heavens and the earth that were created and we see the father and the son and the holy spirit spirit working in concert to fashion the stars and the moons and the heavens and the sun and, and all these things together and so we know that god if he's giving us this example, how much more should we have this example in our lives? I'm not going to isolate myself. Because a person that isolates himself is, has his own desire. And we have to be very, very cautious of this and mindful of the fact that it's not good for us to be alone. God places people in our lives that we can journey through life with and enjoy the journey. Can I have an amen? Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. Let's look at verse 24 on purpose. I gave you guys a lot of scripture here today because I want to reiterate this point and I think the Bible really gives us, it's helping us to understand. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25. Look what it says in verse 24. Hebrews 10, 24. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. He says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. I love this. He says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some. And I think this is what happens. Some people, they forsake the assembling of ourselves. Is something powerful happens, when you get together with people that are going in the same direction and have a passion and heart after God, and when we come together and worship like this, when we hear the word of God together, when you have fellowship with people that are like-minded, when you get around people that want to talk about Jesus and talk about loving their wives and talking about loving their kids and their husbands and talking about doing things that are right, we're, we're always hearing about th- things that are wrong. We need to get around people that want to do right. Can I have an amen? And there's something synergistic about us getting together and saying, man, what you doing tonight? Man, you know, nah, I'm going I'm going to pray. I was going to prayer too you want to go yeah let's go to prayer man you want to go yeah let's go let's roll man you what what you want to eat on the way now, i'm not hungry i want some spiritual food today we got yeah. can i have an amen it's amazing how people do this in the world when they want to go to the club they never roll alone you know you didn't when you was going to the club you picked up the phone dog what's up you going tonight what time about 11:30. 30 we out we out by 11:30. 30 what car are you talking, man? I got my whip. We rolling in my whip today. We... Can I have an amen? You know that's what you did. And then we come to church. You come to church. I don't know. I'm rolling solo. Just me and God. You know, I don't. That's not how this was designed. He said not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the matter of some. Some people don't realize that it's not just about you and god god takes the solitary and he places him into families and we learn to come together as a family and we learn to do things that honor god and it helps you it strengthens you don't let the devil isolate you get you thinking that you're the only one that's going through or has had a trouble in your lives all of us in this room god takes us and he says listen i'm going to connect you to people and people are going to be a blessing and it helps us to do away with pride in our lives. And some of the insecurities. And sometimes it's pride that, and I, and I wrote that down, pride that causes, I don't need nobody. I've always been doing it by myself. Well, this is the kingdom. And God teaches us how to do things His way, and it's going to help us in the end. Can I have an amen? And so let's, let's end with something that I think will be great for us as a church. To really to embrace and really look at yourself when we read these next scriptures and say, where am I at? What kind of believer am I really? Do I see myself as a part of the family of God or a part of the body of Christ? Do I see myself functioning the way I should? First Corinthians chapter 12. Let's look at this. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 and we're just going to read this down let the holy spirit minister to us because there's people in this room i know isolation has been detrimental in your life and today god's trying to bring you in not just for the sake of the church but bring you in so that you might have impact not only inside the church but outside of the church god wants to use you because you are part of the body Look at verse 12, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. When it comes to us being the body of Christ, all of us are unique from a global standpoint. Every church is unique. Within the church, there's uniqueness. We have to learn to embrace the uniqueness of of each other so that we don't get offended we don't get rejected we don't we have to embrace forgiving each other and loving each other and doing those things and i think our church does a pretty good job but i feel like god is saying son i want to take it to another level to get people from isolation and i think we have to embrace that about ourselves don't try to make somebody like you when it comes to character and 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 holiness and righteousness yes we want to we want to be but some people they're funny let them be funny. Some people are a little louder. Let them be loud. I mean, as long as they're not obnoxious, but they, you know, some people allow, you know, praise the Lord. Sometimes you're loud, you know, some people are a little bit more quiet and reserved. Well, they, you know, they just chill, you know, let them chill. As long as it's not bondage, but it's not bondage, but some people, they just don't like to talk as much as you. <laughs> that's okay let them be them some people like to sing in the house you know people love to sing and you know dance and be jubilant all the time well praise the lord i mean we have to learn to enjoy the diversity and this is what he's saying Verse 13 for by one spirit we were all baptized into one body whether jews or greeks whether slaves or free and have all been made to drink into one spirit we have the holy spirit in our lives he's in our lives and he's there for a reason but if the holy spirit is real in our lives he'll help us to develop a pack or body mentality he never leaves us leaves us in the state of isolation and so he helps us to understand this concept that i'm not just off to myself no matter what my background entails matter if I was a only child doesn't matter if you had all kinds of trouble in your life the Holy Spirit comes in whether you're black or you're white you're Jew you're Gentile it doesn't matter he says you're a part of the body and you have to embrace that aspect that I'm not just living for myself I am a part of the body of Christ he says in verse 14 for in fact the body is not one member but many If the foot should say, because I am not the hand or a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And I think this is what we kind of do sometimes. We also kind of classify, well, I'm in the church and I'm a part of the body of Christ, but I really don't do this and that. So I'm not important. It doesn't matter how you define yourself. What matters is how God defines you. How does God see you? And if he made you a part of the body, you are valuable to the body. Look at verse 16. If the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? I love this because it doesn't matter what you say. You can think you're not a part of the body, but you are a part of the body. And for us, we've got to embrace it. Look at verse 17. If the whole body were an eye where would be the hearing if the whole were hearing where would be the smelling but now god has set the members each one of them in the body just as he pleased he says i want you here and this is going to be your function i want you there and this is going to be your function i'd like you to do this what that does is it delivers me From competing with other people about where they are in the body. I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing. My job is to do what God has set me in the family of God or the body of Christ to do. So I'm not competing with anyone. And God defines that. He declares that. He shares it. He sets me in. And he allows me to function. But if we're looking at this person's job and that person's job. Or saying I don't matter because I'm not doing what that person is doing. What we've done is we've robbed ourselves of what God has really placed in our lives to do in the body of Christ. Stop defining your value and worth by what somebody else is doing that's between them and god but let them and stop thinking that the most the the best spots are the ones that are on the stage the devil is a lie this is a small portion and part of what i do as a pastor of this church is right here i'm up i'm up here for about 45 minutes 40 minutes i'm gone speak to you guys preach and it's done now it's an important yes very important i'm not minimizing that but after i walk off the stage i don't go home preaching all day now sometimes i preach to my wife but sometimes she preaches to me but what i'm saying is all of us have to realize our value amen he says here in verse 19, and if, the, and if they were, he says, and, and if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those member of the body which think which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to the part which lacks it. I love this. It's amazing because it, it, as, a, as a church, especially as a church in the church context, Everything's going good within a church, but then when we see, this is how we should respond. When we see there is a need, every member should rush to that part. Have you ever been running and you got banged on your knee? It's amazing how blood starts rushing there. And how your hand starts rushing there. And how your feet and everything else starts rushing to that spot that's the body. That's the body. You have to ask yourself, if I'm really a part of the body and I see a need, or if I see something happen and I run away, am I really a part of the body? If you're a part of the body, you're going to rush to that spot. Your body naturally does that. Apostle Paul's trying to teach us something about about isolation and about being a part of the body about being a part of the pack and this is how we function if there's something there's a need if somebody's got cancer if somebody's suffering if something happens in the church we're running to it not running away not how can i jump ship how can i get on here and help can i have an amen this is how we function this is how he's designed it but isolation it only leads to more and more sin he says here in verse uh, in verse twenty four but our presentable parts have no need, but God composed the body having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but the members should have the same care he says for who, for one another. Now watch this, and if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. This is what I just just said, if somebody's suffering, and this is why we need to be a part of the body and we cannot isolate, because somebody gets, is in trouble, then all of us, we're, we're all in trouble. This person, we need to help this person, best way we can. There's, there should be a response from us. Now, some people, you know, obviously God is dealing with them, and we have to use wisdom, but there's moments in our lives where we have to say, wait a minute. If that person's going through, I should feel it. I should feel that. Well, praise the Lord, God going to help them. No, no, I should feel that. It should keep us praying a little bit at night about it. It should keep us fasting a little bit about it. It should keep us, how can we help this person? That's a part of the body. And help them so that they don't isolate. Can I have an amen? He says here, he says, and if if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. This is another thing about being a part of the body. We learn to rejoice with people who are rejoicing. I hate it when, when, when you, you know, God blesses you and he blesses you and he blesses you. And you go to tell somebody, man, God just blessed me. Well, you better watch out for that devil. Man, I don't want to hear about the devil right now. God just blessed me, man. Let's shout. Can I have an Amen. The first thing we do, man, I just blessed. I just graduated from college. Whoa! I'm fired up. All that hard work. Well, you better work out. That devil gonna try to get you. You better. Man, listen. I'll talk about the devil later. Right now, I'm talking about how God blessed me. God blessed me. Can I have an amen? Can we rejoice and be honored with people? And when you get blessed, every one of us is getting blessed. But because when we have an isolation mentality and perspective, if it's not happening to us, we don't think that it's, not, that it's happening to us. But if God blesses you, he's blessing all of us in some capacity and in some way. And if God is using you, God is using all of us in some way. Can I have an amen? This is what we have to learn to develop. But you get around some people and they don't want it. And a lot of it's just because of jealousy. Instead of saying, man, look how God used that brother to sing that song. Glory to God. The thing that comes in, well, if God can use them, God can use me. I'm not worried about God using me right now. I'm thanking God for how he just used you. Can I have an amen? This is what we do as the people of God. He says in verse 27, Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed these in the church. And he goes down and he talks about the various gifts. And though we are individuals, we're still a part of the body. When we isolate ourselves, we have to stop and say, what am I doing? When we forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, we have to stop and say, what am I doing? When we start allowing guilt and shame and embarrassment and pride and all these various things that get us to the point where we think nobody likes us. We have to go back to Genesis chapter 2 and read verse eighteen nineteen. And when God says, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable. I need some people. I got to get the people of God around me. And I got to stop running and doing my own thing. And when we do this, saints, what happens is God blesses us and then he encourages us as the people of God to be a blessing to somebody else. And this morning, I want to challenge you. Don't let isolation get a hold of you. Don't let the enemy drive you away from the very thing that God has designed to help you to prosper in the land. Never allow the enemy to convince you that you're the only one that's going through what you're going through. Always embrace the wisdom of judgment that God brings into your life through other people. You pick the right people to speak into your life and allow God to do this. Because I'm telling you, saints, once he isolates you and convinces you that it's okay to be isolated, the enemy, he's going to take you out father today i pray in the name of jesus that you would release such a powerful wave of your spirit over this congregation that would cause us to be so sensitive to the holy spirit and in moments where we are starting to drift to be led astray and led away and some of it because of our own selfish desires father heal our hearts and it calls us to embrace a body mentality. Father, I thank you that you've designed this thing. That we would have people around us that would be encouragers, correctors, individuals in our lives that would give us wisdom and counsel. Individuals in our lives that would just be great sources of fellowship. Lord, whether you're single in this room, that people are single in this room, or whether people are married in this room, we all need people. We are part of the body. And Lord, as we are aligning this church with your ways, let us be convinced. Help us to be convinced in this area that this is what you've designed. And Father, I thank you for the uniqueness of every person in this room. Help me and help the rest of this church to embrace that aspect of who they are. We all need to be changed. But there are things about us that you've designed because you are the great designer. But I just pray that also within this congregation, that people that are single, that are single in this room, that they would know that they're not alone. That they're not alone they may not be married but they're not alone that you are with them lord and your people are with them lord god we just give you praise for and even for people that are married and they feel alone help them to see that they're not alone god we give you the praise today we honor you for this healthy reminder that there's
1: danger when it comes to isolation. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of the Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email, thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding.